Shields up, Ironbreakers. Welcome back to another episode of the Third Fleet Podcast. I genuinely do not know what episode this is. I think it's either 77 or 80, but I'm sure it'll be on the title. This is a uh, <laughs> this is a very impromptu uh, recording here because, uh, you know, we had the reveal yesterday of Monster Hunter Wild. Ted- Day in Japan, at least. Oh yeah, t- today in Japan, I guess. Uh, first and foremost, we haven't done this in in a while. It's like, as me and Gaijin, we keep in touch, but I forget that you guys don't hear from Gaijin for so long. So, how have been doing, Gaijin? I exist. So, no, I'm 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 okay. Like you know, we always talk about old man stuff when we start, and I'm fighting a cold. So if I sound like I've got a something stuffed up my nose or something, or if I cough, you know why. But needs are good. It's it's getting towards the end of the year, so it's been busy, but you know, it's, I can't complain. It's most definitely the two old man podcast because you have uh, you're fighting your cold. I'm fighting some kind of a stomach bug that I got, which uh, might even be viral. So I'm like I'm in isolation right now, and I just feel terrible. I don't feel good at all. <laughs> but I still forced myself to do the live stream yesterday for the Game Awards. I, I always do the Game Awards because it, it's one of those things where a lot of people, they, they say that they don't like the show and they say that the show is too long and, you know, whatever. And to me, it's like, it's just a fun thing to watch, regardless of who yeah. wins, who loses. It's just a fun thing to watch. But one of the things that I did not expect was, number one, to get Monster Hunter, because even though I put on the title, hey, maybe Monster Hunter sick, I, I did not know that that was going to happen. So I wasn't really expecting it. I, I mean, I kind of feel like we called it in previous podcasts, though. We did say that this would be the best stage for them to unveil a new one. To do uh, a sneak pre- preview, so to say, just to uh, announce yeah. it, reveal it. Uh, and I think once Dragon's Dogma 2 was announced for March, we were both like, okay, this is definitely not coming out like in the next like year because they've got to keep it clear for dragon's dogma i i i would have thought that they would be aiming for spring for some information on it but i guess it's just really bad timing that they're releasing dragon's dogma 2 right on top of the anniversary for monster hunter so it's like you don't want to take away all the energy of the release of dogma 2 to be talking about a new monster hunter so i guess it made perfect sense for them to just get it out now say that they're not going to be talking about it in the spring which is ballsy yeah. um and say it's gonna be a, a summer at least it, it takes the focus uh off of it for now and let's let's us talk and and discourse and enjoy, you know get hyped but it, it keeps everybody grounded right we know it's not coming out next year you could spend your hard-earned money on dragon's dogma 2 you can play it all year you're not going to have any schedule conflicts with monster Hunter six it's all good you're not gonna have schedules uh, of monster hunter but you're gonna have plenty of schedule conflicts with other (laughs) things but yeah Yeah. hey it is what it is there's tons like 2024 is shaping out to be a pretty great year as well from all of the the news that we heard but uh one of the things that i gotta ask is like so considering that they said we're only going to be talking about this game in summer but the um the anniversary for Monster Hunter is going to be in March. Yeah. So what are they going to be talking about in March? Monster Hunter now? <laughs> oh, no. God, no. Not like this. <laughs> no, it, it got me wondering if you think it is, like, again, this is something that they would have never done before. A potential 
HD remaster of one of the old games. I mean, they've been I doing them to Resident should. Evil. They've been doing it to Resident Evil, man. It's time to yeah. prop up that RE engine and give us Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. Let's go. I mean... They should, yeah. I I agree. At this point, like, they know... They've already broken mainstream, right? So they know that World and Rise of Sunbreak and the next big one are going to be mainstream, popular, big games, so they can let it cook. They don't have to worry about some weird, obscure, niche, kind of old Monster Hunter getting out there and then there being confusion over, oh, this is what the series is? Well, it's not my thing. Because, yeah. you know, it's it's been dispelled, so I think it's the perfect time for them to... I don't care if they outsource it, just like give the fans something for the anniversary. I think it would be perfect to do like, um, you know, even if they, they make a concession and say, you know what, I, I think it should be on all consoles, but they say, you know, we'll just do it for the Switch or whatever. I don't care. I think they really should do something uh, for 4 Ultimate. Something right? with, I think 4 Ultimate would be a good title. I think 3. Out of, out I mean, of I all of the all, months, but yeah, of I mean, course. But out of if you're going to choose ones, one, yeah. Four Ultimate is the yeah. one. Four Ultimate is the one to choose, I agree. And I think uh, an anniversary sort of thing, to say, hey, we're going to release this, would be kind of cool. But again, Dragon's Dogma coming out in March. I'd... I mean, it, here's the thing. They don't have to yeah. release it. It'd be cool it. to announce it. Yeah, announce yeah, they don't it, have right? to release it in March, but they could like, you know, announce, oh, by the way, I don't know, fall 2024, Boom, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate Returns. I think that would be amazing, but this yeah. is purely conjecture. There's no, I mean, there's nothing there's, that points towards this, right? There's two other things I would, uh, nothing, yeah. And yeah. there's other things that I would, I mean, the only thing is now we can speculate like crazy because we know that Monster Hunter Wilds won't be there. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, they'll probably do a bigger blowout for like the US anniversary, but like for the Japanese one, no. So it makes me think, I'm like, if they're not going to do... I'm sure they're going to have some type of product, right? It can't just be consumer goods. And, yeah. like, uh, an anniversary video that they'll strike everybody for using. Like, it's <laughs> got to be something, right? So, like, I'm thinking, you know, like, Stories 3 would be awesome. Yes, please. Uh, I don't know how I th Stories I 2 sold, though. I think it's a little bit early for Stories 3, no? Stories 2, I don't know. was it was it like... I mean, oh, no, it, it like depends on how much ago. they... It depends yeah. on how much they want to cook when it comes to uh, Wilds, which we'll get into. But, like, I don't think it, you know, is it going to be a January or a November release, basically? I don't see it being anywhere in between that. But, I mean, who knows? But it depends on where they want it to fall, right? So I think yeah. they're probably going to be looking at investor impressions. Obviously, they're probably gauging where they're at in development. It's still, they're still in the middle of it. I mean, it's 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 far along, but it's not, like, super far along. So yeah, we'll we'll have to I don't we'll know. have to see, but it's you it's, know I I still ahead. say I really want Feline Village Deluxe, a new one. I adored that game, like seriously. That was the one like, that was made by From Software, right? Yeah, and if like you know Bandai Namco can't fund a proper budget or schedule to get Elden Ring DLC out, fill the gap. Come on, give us um, Feline Village Deluxe Remastered. See, HD. I was. I was actually relieved that they didn't announce Elden Ring DLC at the Game Awards, and I know that people are going to fall on top of me because they don't understand, the, a lot of people don't understand the creator yeah. struggle that is when you have two games right on top of each other, and it sucks because you want to enjoy one, but you need to cover both, mm. and it's just like a complete and absolute well, hassle. They're all, 
like even more than Dark Souls and Bloodborne, I think the pressure on them to deliver is so high. Oh yeah. Because Elden Ring success is I mean, it's gotta be their best selling game yet, right? I don't know. I never I, looked at the figures, but I don't know, but I would assume it would be pre- pretty close to that, yeah. Yeah. So So I mean they, they can afford to take the time to cook it, right? Yeah. And 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 it's like again, I w- I was just happy that it's not releasing in that February March zone because there's a there's a lot of games that I want to play in that zone. And as a matter of fact, like they just yesterday they announced Rise of Ronin at the exact same release date as Dragon's Dogma Two, which Rise of Ronin is kind of like uh, Neo almost. It's by Koei yeah. Tecmo as well. And I was like, oh really? Liter- literally same day. Sorry. Dragon's Dogma, Dragon's Dogma, man. (laughs) It's like it's that Dragon's Dogma. But um, getting back to Monster Hunter Wilds, so yes, yes. Number one, that thing got the most prestigious spot of the game. Oh yeah, which right after all the advertisements and everything, right before the final award. Yeah, for for people that don't know, like that, you know, when you have these types of shows, usually you have uh, the two. I would I would say that the two most important games that that the the people organizing the show, the two most important games that they usually consider is like the first one and the game awards. Usually, <laughs> I I feel like they don't pay that much attention to the first one. It's usually not that big a deal, but traditionally in most shows, like the say for instance yeah. Nintendo Direct and you know that type of stuff, you usually get the first game which is usually an important one and then the last one which is the most important one and for it's the monster Steve Jobs hunter method you know yeah. one one more thing and monster hunter wilds being the final thing to be shown That's big. right before the the game of the year bro that was huge massive that's called visibility yeah that because because like that's what they consider this this is the most important announcement that we have for you boom here you go and i don't know if you massive. caught it when he was on the stage with jeff Keeley, who was his makeup artist is amazing like because i know the man's old now and like you see pictures of him and he's aged but like on stage he looks like he was oh, yeah, 20 he years ago young. like yeah his makeup artist is amazing my god but like there was an interesting tonal thing that he had going on with his word choice because he was like, so when are we going to be able to play it? Like, I mean, he was egging it on like there was going to be a demo or something coming out. Like, I'm like, what? What is he talking about? Like, when? so you're going to tell them when they can get their hands on this? I'm just like, wait, what? Is he talking about a demo or something? Because he saw it. Apparently, they must have been, they invited him to play it in September. And he was like super blown away. How? I don't know whether he got the wrong impression because maybe they had a really strong demo with him and then it's months later. So he's thinking, Hey man, people are going to be able to get an early hands on with this thing. But like it was, it was a really weird and they completely ignored him uh, when they answered in Japanese. Like they just, they glossed right over it and just said their PR message. Yeah. I I, I noticed, I I definitely noticed that was a disconnect between the, the, the question that was asked in the actual yeah. response, because the trailer clearly says... It was a says, weird question. Yeah, the trailer clearly says 2025, and then, oh man, tell us more. When are people going to be able to get their hands on it? And basically, so, they do Oh, when are we going to be able to and, play it? And it's like, 2025. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really awkward, but uh, maybe he was just tired, but... So, th- that actually yeah, got uh, me... So, like, I was, I was going to ask you, like, how long into the trailer did it take you to notice and really, like, go, oh, okay, that's Monster Hunter, but you were you noticed so fast, it was ridiculous. I mean, no, it was, for me, the, I mean, I'm assuming I you watched my stream. stream. Yeah, so, for me, the way that it went was, like, the, the first picture I saw 
I was like, it's Monster Hunter. It's 100% Monster Hunter. Like, literally, the first frame, you can see that my face goes, oh. And then the problem yeah. was the music. Music. It yes, is very different. different. It was very different. Very. So when the music started kicking up, I was like, Even Wait. midway, I was like, hmm? No, Wait, when, maybe when, it's, maybe when the it's music, not? Yeah. What when the, the music kicked up, I was like, oh, that's not, that's not Monster Hunter because of the music. And then eventually you see the frontal shot of the hunter riding yeah. the thing and i was like nope that's monster hunter. yep that's a million percent <laughs> there's no question about it <laughs> so yeah so my face goes like huh 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 <laughs> 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 like just getting completely excited about it yeah, yeah yeah i was i was actually just thinking now when because you were saying that jeff could potentially be thinking about people getting their hands on the game could that maybe symbolize that they have like beta plans or something I was thinking about how long it was since the first beta in Monster Hunter World and the eventual release, but I'm just looking at something, some really old picture, because I don't know what those dates nah, were. That, that was more of that a, was like a sales month. measure than anything. Yeah, it was more like a month apart, so... Yeah, maybe if, he was just high. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what was happening there, but uh, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm just in the ca in the camp of let them cook. I've seen a lot of people say, "Oh my god, 2025." It's like, "Bro, it's not like we don't have a ton of stuff to play. There's so many things to play. It's insane." Yeah. And it's like, and just I, "Let them you cook." You know, it's good to see that Sony didn't put their damn grubby hands all over it to get some like year exclusive with PC coming later. Like, I'm so sick of that. I mean, they, at this point, they said it. Some people were actually asking, oh, they, they did announce PC, but PC might come later. But about and I was like, no, because they've said it in the past, like there was yeah. some interview that they said PC is there. PC yeah, is going to be top COO is like that's their main pleading platform. And that's yeah. what's selling the most. And I think and they have PC, Xbox, SX and PS5. And, you know, by 2025, the not only I think they're, they have like the successor now to the RE engine, right? So like things are getting mature, so they're going to be able to, to do a lot. Like I could tell from the trailer, the successor? at least like with performance and stuff. I thought they had a successor to the RE engine, like a, a new version of it. I mean, there might be a new version, but I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking like you know, 2025 is going to be a mature year for the current consoles. I know it doesn't feel like they've been out for long, but yeah, you know that's that's the nature of the last five years or whatever so like i think it's going to be a good time like i think the tech will will be brushed up they'll be able to optimize the living hell out of it um and it'll be a good excuse to update your pc oh i've, that time I've, I've already prepared i'm ready let's go <laughs> my pc is good to you, go dude <laughs> you are good dude that that computer gave me so many problems you have no idea so like apparently ddr5 you cannot, uh, even though the board will sit four dims of RAM, you're not supposed to use four dims of RAM on DDR5. It's unstable. Two, right? You're just yeah. supposed to do I was like, bro, what the hell? Why does it have four slots then? It's so dumb. <laughs> it's like, you put four slots in there. I'm going to budget accordingly. Like, what do you mean? But yeah, anyway. So first thing, I think this is like the biggest question of all, and that we don't really have an answer. We can speculate on it, but open Press world. Save. Oh, okay. That's open that's world before. Yeah, before cross save and crossplay open. You world. know what? I I realized that when I made my video, and I also said open world. I I I I said it correctly, but I think. You know, in the last two years, I've been playing over sixty-two hundred hours of FF14. I would adore 
a Moss Hunter MMO, like where there's organic meeting up with other players and hunters going on quests, I would love it. However, I th I think what they're showing us, at least what I'm feeling, is more akin to taking the Guiding Lands concept and really just blowing it the hell out. Yeah. Like it looks like it's like one really big area with all the biomes connected that you can go to and probably fast travel. But it's probably going to be like, you know, Guiding Lands, the game. Like not the game system, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, like yeah. with the connections. And then have every other biome have like this weird, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like weather slash uh, system that will change the dynamics of how things are done. Lots of uh, environmental stuff. Which I'm excited for. Like stuff that you can't control or you can only limitedly control, I think is awesome. Like the thing that I didn't like about like world, some of the traps and the clutch claw, like they were so intentional. You triggered all of them. So there really wasn't any adapting. It was just you pounding the living hell out of a monster. Now, you know, if there's some adaption going on, that'd be pretty cool. I... But it does make me wonder because like you've got like if you got a big field with lots of monsters, like you saw how many small monsters were on the screen. I think there was like 50 yep. on one time. I have the, I have the trailer like, playing on loop. How long right is it going to take to carve all that shit? Mm, yeah, if you're going you know, to be farming yeah. all of them, yeah. But and, it, it's and also the be... focus should be large monsters. So, I mean, like, it'll be interesting. I, I have no idea. What do you think it, it'll be like? I I don't know. Because, like, in, in a lot of ways, I'm, I'm looking at the trailer and I'm like, yep, it definitely feels like it's going to be open world, which would be the main reason, like, why one of the focuses of this trailer, you have to say it's the mount. It is definitely the mount. So they're focusing on oh, showing yeah. you you're going to have this reasonably fast reversal method. You're going to be able to glide. You're going to be Jump, able to run. Glide. You're going to be able to do all of these things. And so that, to me, instantly says scale. Because you don't do a system like that just to run around a small map like in Rise or Sunbreak, yeah. right? You don't really do a mount like that to do that. Even though they, they experimented with uh, the tail riders in Iceborne, this feels much more, um, how should I put integral? it? Integral. Integral, but also there, there's another word that I wanted to, when you, something is very intentful. Damn it, I'm, I'm missing the word. It's, look, I was up until five in the morning. I blame Jeff Keighley. Crit crit critical? Whatever. Center stage? Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. It's, it's, yeah it's, I know it's, what you're saying. It, it definitely feels like the, it's, it's much more of a center stage thing that this mount is going to provide you with, uh, you know, a lot of means of traversal, but also means to carrying stuff. Like you see the little uh -huh. sleeping bag on the back. The kind of yeah, kind the of camp problem, stuff, right? The camp stuff. You you'll probably be able I'm to. I'm looking like, at the bow gun and I want to know how you we have a great sword user running around with a damn bow gun. Yeah, that that, that is uh, that is somebody that has fallen from grace, which is why they're not <laughs> <laughs> They've put I, away I, the I, weapon I, that is bored, and they, they now have the good one on their back, right? Sh shout out to Fumito and Nangbata. <laughs> I, had, I have to put them down, man. My, my Bogan brethren, they have to take a little bit of flack for having such a good it's, weapon. No, it's, it's, what you, it's called fluid difficulty. You have easy mode in the bag, and then you've got normal mode on your back. <laughs> and you can, you can fl switch between them on the fly the, to adjust the thing your is, They wouldn't even disagree. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> you put in the you put in the work, but and it's it's certainly satisfying. I'll, I'll so say that. when it comes to the the multiple weapon stuff, uh, do you think it's going to be just a bow gun, or do you? Because like, I don't see that I bag put on my tin holding. Foil hat. I don't see that bag holding a like a, a full on weapon. Yeah. 
I want it to be. I don't, I agree. I don't see it being that or it might be, I, I, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's, it's got my interest, but like. I saw a, a comment, I think it was from Chaos Slayer, and he was saying that maybe this bogan's more like a tool that assists with navigation potentially. Oh God, not, do you think it might be one of those scenes like uh, Horizon or like um, Wild Hearts where it's like a caster, like a tripwire thing? I would, I don't want that. Mm, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not against that, but I, I don't think it would be that. No, because it just feels like it's, it's a bowgun. Maybe, maybe the bag yeah. changes dynamically if you have another weapon in there. Maybe it's just kind of like, yeah. okay, now it's just a strap that holds your hammer or something yeah. along those lines. I don't know where you carry. Honest, I thought like. I don't know I where you'd the swap like scrolls a... were fun. Go, go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I. You go ahead first. Okay, I was just saying, like, I'm not exactly sure where they're going to be putting uh, a gun lance's shield if it's like the secondary weapon. <laughs> like, I don't know where you'd put that in the mount. <laughs> like, I don't think you'd be able yeah. to carry that thing. But uh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I don't. I like the skill swap system was one idea of how to add complexity and variety yeah. to a weapon and. Oh, I can change up my scrolls wait, depending wait, wait, wait. on who I'm fighting. But it skill swap or scroll swap? Same thing to me. No, skill skill oh, swap. Come on. No, no, because skill swapping. I'm talking about the the thing where you could switch the skills. Oh no, no. Well, scroll yeah. swap. Sorry. Scroll swapping. Yeah. Okay. So like, to me, that was just way too much mechanical complexity to it. I think it would be really cool because I mean, the end of the day, you're going out and you're fighting one monster. Like, I mean, not that many people go out and fight multiple monsters, right? They might if the game is open world and there's there's incentives to never have to go back to a camp or just make a camp. Maybe extra rewards or something. I yeah. really want. I think a good way to add variety is just let us have two damn weapons that we could swap between, even on the fly. I don't even care if it doesn't make sense. See, I've been I've been thinking about that because uh, I, I did that video where I talked about like uh, my 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 one of the features that I definitely would like to see which is kind of like hunts that take multiple stages whatever so I made a video about that and I was thinking okay what would be the exact opposite of that because I know that some people want it fast they want the devil may cry of monster there's a lot of people that want that and so while I was thinking about it I was saying I, I think that the next logic which which is interesting because I never made a video talking about this but I remember thinking the next logical step if you're going to speed it up more is to have two weapons and be able to swap between two weapons. And now in the trailer, we see two weapons in the thing, which kind of like tells me that they're still going a bit the route of more fast-paced action and not as much the more methodical hunts that, you know, of, of the older games. What do, you, what do you think about that? I mean, I pointed it out, but like he's got what looks like a compartmentalized like abbreviated version of the slingshot the, the slinger sl the slinger yeah. whatever like that's interesting and also like the cage for the uh scout bugs the scout flies yeah is on the <clears throat> hunter as well so like i mean going back to camp and being able to swap to any weapon is already a part of the game right so like how do you, but it's like always going back to your hub and doing it that's what takes you out of like the i'm in the middle of a hunt I've I've taken X amount of potions. I'm deep in like I'm gonna see this thing through, you know. Like, if you really want to get not survival, but if you want to get into like that hunting thing, like the whole plan and go out, the way to do it would be to let us have two weapons. That actually, yeah. It, as a matter of fact, because we're thinking, for instance, at least I've been thinking of it like two 
different weapons. Like, uh, you know, in, in the trailer you have the greatsword and the bowgun, but what if it also allows you to take two of the same weapon? Two elements. So yeah. you can just go like, okay, I mean, you know, even even Fierce, for, rapid. even for, say, no, no, let, let's, let's put it like this. I think that Baroth is uh, water and then is it fire or ice? I forget when, when the, the mud is gone. I think it's fire. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. Fire, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, so it's water and fire. So so you're fighting a Baroth and you bring your awesome. your your water weapon and you're like okay clean out the mud no mud you're able to just run up to the the, the mount or call the mount over and there's like maybe a special move where you just like stow one weapon pull out the other one mid combat and then go after the monster with a different element that is exciting i'm telling you i don't even i don't even care if they break the the believability and they just you literally just the model disappears and you flip out a new weapon i don't care no i no, want to no. have I no. want more than one weapon. I really do. Yeah, yeah, sh because sure. Because if you're like, gonna make me, if it's if it's a hassle, then people will just not do it, or they'll just go back to camp. That's fine. Refresh all bad. their potions, then change their weapon, and no, then the, there's no difference to what we have. What already. if there's no camp though? Because you have like all of the makings of the camp on your mount. What if you actually have to choose the things that you take extra? So there's stuff that, that you awesome. have on yourself. I like that. And then there's some extra supplies in the mount. Ah, oh, that'd be cool. Like if you did like an like expedition if, if you pay, where if you pay you're leaving the HUD town for a long time. Yeah. And you get in there and you have to wait for like 10 minutes for like the weather to change. So there's an incentive to stay out in the field. Yeah. Or something. And then you're out there, but you only got like a, a porto potty of a tent, you know. So like you only have like, say, like some emergency rations and potions and one additional weapon you could swap to that would be really intriguing and the thing is if you pay attention like so you have the weapon on the right side there's another bag on the left side that could be like additional supplies that you take on this yeah it looks bag. like it's and then because there's two own... like little pouches and then there's yeah. a bigger pouch no there's that would the, be cool there's i think there's a big pouch and two little white pouches no because the thing in the back is like a bedroll Oh, the back. Sorry, so, I thought so you said like the, uh, the the bedroll, and then there's the, the left weapon side. pouch, and then there's a bag on the left side. I think. I think that's what it is. Yeah, but... there's a bag, and then there's two white little pouches hmm. next to them. But yeah, I think that would be a cool idea. I just, you know, with the convenience of being able to fast travel to a camp and swap out to anything, it takes away any sense of that rewarding prep. But yeah. you don't just want to take it away because that would be restrictive. So if there's a more incentive, you know, if you want to go out and just hunt one monster, like, go for it. Like, go to the camp, swap it, do it. But if you want to go out on an adventure and really see some rare stuff and go on for a more longer, you know, 20 minutes in, this happens, you know? Like, like let's start going into, like, MMO stuff, right? Like, if you kill this monster and this monster, 20 minutes later, this guy shows up, you know? Like, oh, have damn, some conditions, here, man. Here we go. Gaijin going full Eureka in Monster Hunter Wilds. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think it would be sweet, wouldn't it? Can you imagine, like, if you killed, uh, in order to get Rathalos to appear, you have to kill a, a Rathian or something like that? Or just like. And then Rathalos comes know, in. What did you do to my wife? What the hell's wrong or if with you? Kill you? A, like, if you kill a Rathian, he shows up, but he's, like, buffed or something, or he's, like, really frenzied he's, or something. He's, he's, I don't yeah, know. Having, having some I just, anything that's like situational that. would be pretty sweet. Yeah. that's That sounds really mm. good. But while while we're on the topic of MMOs, they give we'll, us nothing though. We're like we have yeah, nothing to go on. Except we have for very like this few little, things. But like it's such reaching for the stars at this moment. But real quick, did you see that tweet from Hey J? Yeah, it's your fault. Why would I you love do the this? picture of like the Grim Reaper with you, and you've already cut <laughs> me in pieces. And... 
you're knocking on his door. <laughs> and then he goes, what was the quote? Like, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. And the, and the worst part is that. about to become a G-posing Mikote. I, I think that considering that next year there's no Monster Hunter, like potentially oh, maybe yeah. Ratatosker, Ratatosker maybe even goes and tries 14 because he's been talking about yes. it. It's like Dawn everybody's going to kill me. Think about it. The whole vibe, the whole like exotic jungle, like it, it shares the vibe. The new expansion is going to share the Dawn same Trail. vibe with yeah. the wilds. So like oh do it. Do it. Oh my God. It's, 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 a, it's a game. There's, yeah. So another thing what that was very striking to me, and I think it was very striking to you as well, and pretty much anybody that's ever played Monster Hunter and watches this trailer, is definitely the density. The amount oh, yeah. of uh, of like herbivores and, and like minor monsters is actually insane. Yeah, I would say like from an impact standpoint, I will say that the graphical fidelity is not quite there yet which is to be expected. Like if you go back and watch the first monster hunter world trailer, the reveal versus how it looked like when it came out, like there's a big jump, but the thing that they got all that stuff moving right now and just the amount of things and the scale is quite crazy. Like I would, I would take a down, a small downgrade in order to get more nuanced yeah. and crazy gameplay. Like give it to me. It seems, it I seems guess some people be... are worried maybe because they may be like, Oh, I don't need a hundred troops of, Kept the downs or whatever, <laughs> toss. I just want to have that one big monster and. But the thing HD. is, if you if you pay attention, like a lot of them are running away, and if you remember, like in 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 previous monster hunters, like whether that's World or Rise or even the old ones, whenever you kill one of those creatures, the other ones are going to run away. Yeah. So it's not like you're going to be there. I'm a farm like fifty of these in one go. No, you're going to kill like two or three, and the other ones are going to run away. Man, I was just looking goes. at the one screenshot before, like, the little harags come in and go crazy. Like, you've got, like, 30 of those armadillo thingies. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, Rory's, Rory's going to go in there with his wyvern blast and be like, boom! boom. <laughs> 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 I'm going to wyvern fire all of them, like, out of existence. I'm going to be like, guys, this is what we call efficient farming. They're all just, like, yeah. sitting there peacefully grazing, not really doing any harm. And I'm just like, yeah, Papa wants some meat! <laughs> But um, the the other interesting thing was if you notice when he's running away from the the Gosarag looking dudes, there's a lot yeah. of them. There's like three or four of them in the like in the beginning them, yeah. in the beginning shot, and then later on when he's fighting them in the storm, there's like two of them. So one of the things that came to mind when I saw that I was like, huh, kind of like a rampage. I mean, not necessarily like a rampage, but you get the idea. Lots and lots of monsters. But then I thought about it some more. And I was like, wait, <clears throat> that doesn't make a lot of sense. You don't want to be fighting yeah. for I don't these think things. I don't think those are large monsters. I think they're small monsters. See, that's the thing. I don't think they're small monsters. I think we're oh. getting a new category of monsters, which are medium monsters. No, it's like Ooh. it's going to be like the, my, my thought process is we're going to get like this new category of monsters where imagine, for instance, when you're fighting like uh, a, a great baggy. You know, he has his little small baggies and whatnot. Yeah, give so, him so it's like, like one breakable part. and No, no, know. but but what I, what I mean is like you, you have your great baggies and he's he's got the little baggies around him. What is the logical reason why there's not two great baggies? It's not like the monster's too hard. So there could be two of them and they could be like either mates or they could just be friends or whatever. 
you can have three of them. Imagine this in the terms of like a great Jaggy as well. You can have like two or three of those as well. They're not too hard. They're just smaller monsters. But instead of you, you know, fighting them one-on-one, -on -one, you, now you fight them in herds. So like you would fight the, whenever you fight a Gosarag, it's more of a three or four of them encounter. And it's like a major thing, but it would be the equivalent of one hunt of like a normal monster, like a Rathalos or something like that. When I say Gosarag, I mean like that desert Gosarag yeah. that we see in. The, I think there would be. I think that would be a cool system. The medium. I still think that what we're seeing in the trailers most likely some like, monsters look, only for the fact that like you don't see developed horns on them. You you know how like a lot of animals in the wild, you've got like the pure white coats. Like when they're they're children, like penguins, they're, they're more darker. Like they feel more adolescent to me. Just the way and the you know the prey that they're going after is just these stupid herbivore things that are just. You know, walking Dude, just, around, chilling. Because this thing has been playing on loop, I just noticed something that I hadn't noticed before. They actually grab those armadillos with the mouth. And suck them, yeah. yeah. Oh, they <laughs> like, have the mouth. Holy crap. That's insane. Yeah, yeah and one of them does like a, does almost like a, an, like a Arzaros kind of like th throws it across. They're yeah, just going crazy. That, that was, that was in the storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. That's, that's kind of like my mm. theory for the, for the medium monsters. Interesting. I think they, that would be a cool idea. I think they need to. There's plenty of opportunity to spice it up between small monster and large monster. You know. Hmm. We we haven't really answered the question of whether or not we think it's open world. I kind of feel like we veered off at I, some I point. I think there. I think open world is a hard thing to define, right? Is there's yeah. like there's Elden Ring or not Elden well, Elden Ring open world. There's like walking simulators. They're like you know. Skyrim and stuff like that then there's you know there's like semi open worlds like FF where it's like it's still like zoned Baldur's but they're really Gates. really big Baldur's Gate yeah, is also but kind I of mean, like a semi open world yeah you know and Guiding Lands was kind of open world but it was small scales so like do you think I don't that think it'd everything... be open world in, in that every like your camp is like you fly over and there's like the camp or the, the town right and it's right there and you can just leave the town go right into the forest and it's all living and breathing that I think that type of MMO open world. I don't, think that's, you don't, think I don't that's it. I want it, but I don't, I don't know. I, I actually I, think, I, I think it. it might be that because again, be because, awesome. because of the Mount, because whenever you, you put this much emphasis on the Mount, it tells me that you're trying to go for something really ambitious and you're, you don't want to have like all of these loading zones or stuff like that. But I don't know how they'll yeah. manipulate the the state of the world because like we we also see that uh, that moment where you referred in your video like oh there's all this sandstorm stuff going on and then it clears oh, up and, and it's you get golden. like the ancestral steep almost yeah yeah the ancestral steps of uh, of, of four yeah. how are they gonna get that running on the Xbox Series S with its memory oh <laughs> my god dude I don't oof feels oof, bad oof. I mean, it's S is bad, going man. to stream it. Microsoft's going to be like, okay, guys, at this point, you can just, like, put it in the cloud, okay? <laughs> It'll be in the cloud waiting for you. That That's what you get. Sorry, feels bad, but we got to move on, dude. The S, the S is holding things back a little bit, 100%. It is. I mean, I would say. It's it's a good it system, is. but it's, it is holding things back. Very much like, yeah. I don't think this is going to be on the Switch. Even on a Switch 2, I don't know if this thing would run on a Switch 2. Because like I don't, yeah, th I think the I Switch would, Two will not probably if it's the same be... concept of a small device, you know. Yeah, I, I there think are limits. Switch Two will probably be targeting like PS4 level hardware, maybe a little bit more, like PS4 Pro or something like that. 
Yeah. Uh, and I, this does not seem like the kind of game that you would want running on that. However, there was an actually a really good point brought up by John on Digital Foundry. They were having a discussion recently, and they were talking about how, you know, getting Baldur's Gate running on the Xbox, which it just released today on Xbox. Yeah. Um, like, it's, it's kind of a good tool because it keeps developers in check because, like, if they have to run it and make a version for that system, that if they have some, like, super high polygon banana just floating there in the tree and they didn't realize it, like... It helps they them all to, optimize yeah. it, which which will optimize for even the higher-end systems as well. So it could be... I mean, I don't think it would run very well, but if it runs, then it probably means some good stuff for the main baseline systems, right? So it it might not all be a bad thing. But uh, yeah, next generation, I hope they don't, uh, they don't split up uh, memory and CPU, GPU. Absolutely, but. absolutely insane. The it's just okay. Like I got to ask you a question because it's it's so tinfoil and uh -oh. so stupid that I didn't even mention it in my video because people would laugh at me and call me an idiot. But when I saw that like circular thing in the middle at the end, like yeah. the key visual, looks like I was a thinking almost. I was thinking two things. The first thought I had to go and wash my mouth. Um, and my brain, I scrubbed it with bleach and oh god, stuff connect, like that. It was like it was like, oh my god, the, the, world? the blue thunder lightning. It kind of reminds me of the movie Monster Hunter. Oh no! With the I was like, no, 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 we're not going there. But then I looked at it and I realized what it was reminding me of was Aragon Alley in the Elder's Recess, where it's like the circular motions because of all those years of him rolling around on it. I'm like, mm -hmm. and so I started going through all the concept art. I'm like. Is this taking place like before Mouse Hunter World? Like, is this because it's a it's a it's a rudimentary slinger? It's not like a fully fledged slinger. Like, is this like before the first fleet so arrived like or something? Or is this the first fleet or like a prequel? Like, is this the Elder's Recess before it, like got all crystallized? I don't know. Like, that was where my brain was going because like... you see things that look like the Wildspire Waste. You see things that look like the Elder's Recess. I don't think and I then, don't think it's a prequel. I I think it takes place in the new world. Yeah, I was just looking at that. I was, it reminded me of Aragon Alley, so I was just kind of like, hmm. No, no, I th I th I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense, but I I don't know if that would be the the case or not. But I do think it takes place in the new world. I think it does. I th yeah. Do you think? I, I think that's a good enough assumption at this point, because especially I know like maybe people are considering it the new Monster Hunter logo, but like the the Monster Hunter part of the logo, right? It's the same that they used for World. If the way that they displayed it, like Monster Hunter, like it looks like World, right? And then they yeah. put in the subtitle. It seems incredibly intentional to to call out like, hey. If you liked World or Iceborne, this is the next. It thing even it even has a W on it as well, M H W, just like Monster I, Hunter World. <laughs> now we got to call it. You know, do we call it? Do we call it M H W I? No, because that's World no, Iceborne. No, you can't. It's so you got to call it M H Wilds, which is just yeah. That's wild. that. That's the only way Our to do heart. it. You can't. You can't do W Y. They they really it's... just like no no no. We're gonna mess with your SEO. Deal with it. <laughs> Either that or like someone was really upset about Wild Hearts and they're like, you know, we need to kill all the search engine results. I don't want to have Hunter and Wild and have that game pop up because that's all that pops up right now on Google. And they're like, we're, we're taking it over. The word Wild <laughs> belongs with Monster Hunter. Oh my God. 
that'd be the ultimate alpha move just like really just put put her down we're putting them down I mean, pour one out for Wild Hearts because it's probably not going to be receiving yeah, any more support. It sucks because I, I actually enjoyed I, the game a lot. Yeah. The thing I like about the logo, though, is like the the intertwining serpents and the intertwining W yeah. on the font. And I think that I think what we're looking at could be like all the regions and maybe they all have like an extra state because of like the environment. So we have like, you know, Thunder sand thunderstorm that turn that turns into like this golden you know thrush area like maybe all the areas have some like crazy like elemental i mean look that, something that's, based weather that's some more ammunition eureka. yeah that's what i was about to eureka, say some more baby. ammunition for your eureka theory it's, it's the it's the ethereal storms kicking up oh and man. there's special monsters that only appear during those storms so we have all of those things. Oh those man, I just, like, we have all the small monsters because you have to kill so many of the mobs to get a notorious mob to pop up. <laughs> no. It makes total sense. Stop. It's, it's Eureka. <laughs> I'm gonna. I I'm sorry, God. I'm gonna Photoshop like a picture of uh, Kryle in here or something. It's <laughs> Kryle in Monster in the Wilds. <laughs> but like, we have those um those lightning rods that have been placed there. Like, yeah. Does that mean? Was it was it us? Was it the hunters that put that there, or is that stuff from an old civilization? Maybe. I don't know because it's kind of like the weird, like Zelda, like ancient, like like drawing on it when you see it get hit by the lightning rod. So it looks man-made for sure, but whether it's modern or not, I think is anyone's guess. It the fact that it survived that long it with just like a little rock base makes me think that it, this is something they put up. But who knows? It's Monster Hunter; they can get away with some weird. Yeah, stuff because story is usually not really the the main focus. Yeah, but just I, make it fun. I would I would like to see uh you know something something more akin to four. I think four was able to tell a good story. I'd like to. See I more think story. they're playing with us here. I think the whole golden yellow fields is a direct hit to say, hey, we got the same palette as Monster Hunter Four Ultimate, baby. <laughs> like it's just it seems way too intentional i actually went back and looked at like the rock cliffs and the vegetation and i can assure you it's not the same location oh it's but it's not. certainly it certainly channels that energy you know so do you think we're going to be able to swim in this game underwater judging combat. by the picture i'm seeing no but I because would... it's desert it's all deserty and stuff. I mean, look at it. It's it's swamp, desert. There's a snowy mountain cliffs in the background. There's the rocky, you know, volcanic area. There's the savanna with like little rivers. I just, I don't see. I think if they if if swimming wasn't a big part of this thing, I think they would have showed something that hinted to it. Mm. But then again, it's just a reveal, so who knows? Yeah, right? it's, again, it's just like this I would is like always it. wild speculation. No, I would like it. Thing, I think the wild thing about Monster Hunter Wilds is the amount of speculation the community is going to be oh, yeah. doing for the for twenty twenty four. We're going to be speculating on so many different things. Like I, you know, if we want to go back to this open world idea where you have a village, but if you go out and there's, it's Eureka, right? There's like lots of. I'm sorry for all you guys who don't play Final Fantasy fourteen. I really am, but you're getting the idea probably already. But like. You know, if there's incentive for going out on expeditions that are, you know, longer excursions and, you know, preparing for it, it would be pretty cool if, even if the swimming is just a transitional element, can you imagine going to like the far back end, swimming down a river, you know, sort of like in Monster Hunter 3U, like when you went to that little cave with Laggy in the back and like, 
you know, if you died, it, it'd be quite a trek back. Like, it's going to be like a good minute or two. So, like, you don't want to die. And, like, you, you adventure and you go through these areas and under the water into some hidden cavern where you fight this monster. I think that would be awesome because those scenes, there was always the fear of getting, not sent back to camp because you could fail the quest, but because it takes so damn long to get back to the, to get back the to arena. Where yeah. So, like, like, that was a legit concern. It wasn't just about the potions. So, you know, you would heal just thinking, I want to play it safe because I worked my butt off to get here. You know, like, initially, I'm not dying. Initially, I even thought that this was potentially, like, not Monster Hunter 6. I considered that for a while. At the, when... I considered that it wasn't Monster Hunter. I'll be honest. When I first saw it, my first gut instinct was Monster Hunter. I held my breath no. because I didn't want to disappoint myself. The motion of the monsters, you know what I'm talking about, like, the Monster Hunter feel of, like, how yeah. the monsters move. Like, there's just a thing. I felt it, but my idiot, because I was so involved with doing some other stuff on the side when they were announcing everything, like I was scatterbrained. So when I saw the thunder, I looked over and I gl I just caught a glimpse of it, and it I thought it was machines and electricity. So I'm like, oh no, this is like and Horizon or some Monster Hunter clone. Especially with the because the music, like we talked about, the music it the doesn't sound. Yeah, it, it sounds very high tech. Which kind of sets the stage for I, I don't know maybe a more advanced Monster Hunter almost. Is able to harness uh, maybe I a mean, bit more everything looks really things. analog here, though. Yeah, but like, but like I, like I was saying, the the thing that because like I had seen, I saw the whole trailer, and by the end of it, I was like, I don't know if this is Monster Hunter Six because yes, it, it feels. I mean, yes, the, after but after thinking about it saying. for a while, because like you know, it's five in the morning, I'm watching this thing, and I'm just like. I don't know, man. It looks like a single-player game. But then, you know, you start thinking, wait a minute. It's like, look, this is the cap-off presentation of the friggin' Game Awards, bro. Like, they're, yeah. they're not going to use that to announce a spin-off. It's, it's not happening. So They're just giving you a little taste. Yeah, but I, but I initially I thought that it could potentially be a spin-off, mostly because of the way in which they showed stuff. It almost made me think that it was a single-player game. You're, you're saying before we saw the name and the logo, of course. No, no. Even after seeing the name and the logo, it made me think, what? man, it looks like the, a single you got player the, game. You got the six heads. Yeah, it's I know. It's like very clearly Monster Hunter 6. I know. I know. I know. But I know. But you know what? That's a good sign. The fact that it is so such a departure and feels so weird and different just from the first viewing, I think that's a really good sign because it means that we're going to have a new experience, right? Yeah. I mean, like I remember way back with Monster Hunter 4 when they showed a tech demo of like being chased by a T-Rex and then jumping down in destructible environments, climbing up, using a hunting knife on the edge, and then a Rathalos coming in. And it was like, what in the hell is this? Like, it seemed so bizarre at the time. But that was like adding verticality to the game, and it was amazing. And it was just a little taste. And so, like, I see this. It, it feels like Guiding Lands 2.0 um, again, but, like, I don't... It feels different. And I there's no cat. And I don't think it's because there's no cat in the game. I think it's they just didn't choose to show it right Yeah, now. they didn't choose to show it because I, I would expect there to be a palico. Or yeah, maybe you have to choose between having Otherwise, you know, I give up playing Monster Hunter and I will become a Hello Kitty Adventure World YouTuber. And that's the... That's the rest if of my it's life. not if it's not multiplayer, you're saying you're like no 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 no, no palicos, I'm out. Oh, if, no. if it's no palicos, you're out. That's it. Need, <laughs> needs palicos. Monster hunter without palicos. Gaijin's out. <laughs> no, I'm out. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind if 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 they take them out but give us a prowler game, I would be happy. That would work. 
<laughs> I want a Prowler game. I've been recently going back and actually doing a few hunts in Generations Ultimate. In just for Yeah, just for old times' sake. I really love playing as a Prowler. I really do. So. Prowler, Prowler is a ton of fun, but uh, I still prefer playing as a hunter myself. Yeah, so I would... I mean, I, I would just say my message to those who watch it and they're like, this feels awkward like it feels not alone. different it, felt, yeah. it, it feels different for me too but that it feels that different for all exciting of us. yeah but that's a good that's thing. exciting like capcom his monster under team never delivered they've always delivered right and track record for a team matters and Pretty i've always much. said that again the you know they've nailed it every time so i have they get my money before i even need to see a trailer like until they prove me wrong they've got me so i'm I don't. I th I think there's a little too many lightning rods. It kind of made it feel like Horizon Zero Dawn type of like like little turret towers. Like, are we gonna go around like That's Assassin's the thing. Creed and I activate them going... all? Like, I don't want that. I think there's going to be a mechanic to it. There has to be a mechanical aspect to it because you see the lightning there's rods, so many of and them, then you though. also you also see that one of those uh, herbivore dudes he can get affected by the lightning as well. Yeah. With those little spikes that he's got on the back. So. I yeah, I didn't realize that, that, like, someone said, like, he becomes a lightning rod, and my eyes were just like, oh, my God, did you see the minerals on his back? It turned into an ore. I want to go mine it. Oh, But no, I don't no, think that, I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's the intention. I was like, that's no. Macalite. That's how it's made. <laughs> yeah, light, lightning <laughs> strikes an animal, and it's like, now it's Macalite. Let's go. That's an earth crystal. Give me that. <laughs> we need to go get that, get some armor spheres and stuff like that, but... Yeah, I'm... yeah, and I could see where like having tons of small monsters is not exciting for people who only care about the, the arena, yeah. like you know you versus boss, which is me as well to an extent. But you know, until we see the full breadth of the game, don't knock it until you know what you're looking at, right? It makes it makes you wonder if they haven't done something as densely populated as this before, is because their their engine technology hadn't caught up to it yet, and they were like, oh, we we want these things to feel massive. Because like yeah. one of I mean, look at who the director probably is. This has to be Tokuda, right? Like he did uh, World. I'm sure this is him. And we've talked about him a lot in the past. And like he has that grand vision of a living, breathing world. Like that's been his vision for Moss Hunter since the since he played the first game at Tokyo Game Show and decided to join Capcom to make it better. Yeah. Like redesigning the monsters to be more realistic, having a more rich environment. Like it all seems like what you say the part of the plan. The 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 thing also is like is again I I keep watching this thing on loop and I'm always thinking about new things but like if you look at the sheer scale of the map that is yeah. being shown and you compare that to it, say the ancient forest which is a massive map but it's like the ancient forest compared to this almost feels claustrophobic like there's just so much yeah. map here the scale is absolutely friggin insane. Which is why they're like, oh, we have this scale, so now we can fill it up with a bunch of like herds of monsters and whatnot. Yeah. And it makes sense. So, yeah, it's. I'm curious what's going to happen when we have the one-on-one -on -one in the middle of that. Is it going to feel like the old games with a big, bigger arena, or is it going to, or is the environment always going to keep us on the move? You know, I don't know. I hope. I hope we we have to stay on the move. I think it makes more sense because I mean, you know, Rathalos isn't going to keep fighting you when he can fly. It's like, oh, I'm losing. Screw this. I'm flying. Maybe you even yeah. need like specific mechanics to to get them off the air or something. I don't know, but that will definitely be mm. interesting because because like 
I can see so much potential for how the hunt goes in here because it's not just, oh, we fly here, there's an arena, like you have a map and there's like five different arenas in that map and you already know, okay, if he's going there, he's going to this arena, if he's going here, he's going to that arena, you can even get there before they do. Whereas with yeah. something like this, as open as this, it just opens a lot of possibilities for how to do combat. The atmosphere is great, though. I, yeah. I, I, I love that. I think the environmental atmosphere is great. Being able to glide around is cool. Big maps cool, but then it, it just goes into, hey, are we, are we, are, is, is small and medium monster fighting going to be integral, and then the large monster is going to be a more lesser special thing, or or what? I don't know. I have no idea. We don't know. But I I think, but I think I'm just, I'm just happy it's not big monsters. Yeah, of course it's a monster hunter, right? So I'm just happy that it's not like just like oh yeah. That's cool. Monster Hunter 6. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it, it gets you thinking. That's, that's the beauty of it. It's not like, oh, here's yeah. like two monster fights. Look, it's just like Monster Hunter World. Like what they show here is very different. Yeah. Like, I will throw out really there though, like if that is a bow gun, like I think it is, and I know it is, like that, I had a small little moment of trauma where I had to like, you know, put some cold water on my face because that's the base slap design that they used in world for a lot of those light bow guns where they the just did the slap. I'm like, I don't want that. Get that out of the uh, yeah, No, I no. want designed weapons. I don't want any of that. Get I, it I out. remember we used, we used to call, we used to call a name. It was uh, Randy Pitchbone because for some reason we were making fun of Randy Pitchford. And so there was a dude at Capcom who's called like Randy Pitchbone. And it's like, whenever it came to designing weapons, you would go in there and just ruin everything. <laughs> Like the, the Brocky Dios gun lance. You look at it's like, what is this? The Glavinos gun. What have you done? Well, the other <laughs> thing monster. That, that, I mean, the other, I won't lie. The other thing that got me, and this just shows how traumatized I am from that whole ordeal, was the final key visual, the, the final key shot. You've got like the, the, the rods, right? Yeah. The one on screen right looks like a damn lance. Like there was that like really generic, like, just like middle pole lance that they had in Monster Hunter World, mm -hmm. it looks just like it. Maybe uh, it looks like it looks like a slap on lance with a little yeah. mud on the bottom. Look, it's a Baroth lance. Maybe lance <laughs> users can become lightning rods too. <laughs> just, imagine, <laughs> imagine like He Man. They put the lance up, lightning strikes. He Man. Lance Mains become He-Man, dude. And the masters <laughs> of the universe. <laughs> oh my god. No, but it's like there's there's really not much more to go on when it comes to, yeah. can to I give you at this point. Can I give you the most controversial opinion though? Give me. I didn't need to see Rathalos again. I like let him I know he's the series flagship but like retire his ass I'm bored of him unless he's doing something new I'm kind of like Listen. he's in every single game like and his drop rates are shit for me this by I, the I, same I told man. you I told Listen. you I I tell you the same I told you about Monster Hunter 3G and I had to do was a 102G rank freaking Rathalos in order to get my first goddamn mantle or whatever. Like, I never made any of the Azure Rathalos stuff. I have no affinity for this monster. He's a stingy little biatch. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. I, I just want to point I'm out. I'm not a fan. just want to point out this by the same man that just says, no palicos, I quit. 
<laughs> well, they evolve, unlike Rathalos. They're always different. They do different stuff. Hey, Rathalos did different stuff in Sunbreak. He had, like, his little flame breath attack that he did. Ah, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, but, uh... I mean, it's fine. He's there. But I think... I like Rathalos, dude. He's, like, one of my favorite monsters. What's What's the big deal? Actually, I mean, looking at a still of this, I know that there's a shadow of him and everything, but I wouldn't doubt that he's faked in there right now. Like, this, this could be a composite. It, it might not even be integrated yet. Oh, you mean like he's the the AI is not ready to have a Rathalos? Yeah, maybe, maybe he's he's on a translucent background. They just put him in. There. He's in a green screen. <laughs> they faked him. In. Chroma key that Rathalos in there. I mean, look <laughs> at this thing we're riding. It looks almost like a Macau. It's got great colors. It's there's that horrible slap on bowgun. We'll ignore that. The great sword looks great. Yeah. Um, and he then feels... you just got Rathalos just flying in the air like, yep, it's me again. Stop. <laughs> it's Bob. Stop, <laughs> Stop <laughs> being mean to Rathalos, okay? Rathalos I'll didn't do anything Bob. to you. Bob? Really? Bob. Randy. Hey. Randy the Rathalos. Roy the <laughs> Rathalos. Something with yeah, I don't. Arm. I don't dislike him, but, you know, I... I think if you're going to show a large monster, like... You should show Basel Goose, I agree. Yeah, Basel, Basel yes. Goose is the way. Yeah. <laughs> you're flying in. Just shows up, drops a couple pine cones. <laughs> Basel Goose is the best monster, dude. The best monster. Plus, Rathalos is a lazy SOB. Did you notice he's flying in the direction that the, the gales were going? He's just, he's, just fl he's just riding the winds. He's just floating. He's not even yeah. putting in effort, you know? He doesn't have just to. He's like, shoo! He's awesome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I want to I want I want to see his hate. No. I want to see him accidentally run into a lightning rod and fall down like an idiot. You know, like those like, you know, candid camera videos where they just like walk with a cell phone and hit in the wall or something. Or what, or I want to see him get struck by lightning mechanic, and fall out. What if that's a mechanic to get them out of the sky? Lightning rod in the path that they normally go to to their nest? Yeah. Yeah, that, they're just flying by. I, I mean, I, I would have clips for days of me dropping them down with through lightning bolts. That'd I mean, great. I can, I can already see like Kanta five part breaks. And oh, um, Seth, Seth would have a blast. Yeah. Kanta, Seth, uh, Sunhi Legend, all of them like just doing clips oh, of yeah. killing stuff with lightning. <laughs> That'll be, be some awesome times. But yeah, that's uh, that's Monster Hunter Wilds. That's our speculation so far. I guess we can touch up on the game. But we're not going to be able to talk about this for like another half a year. No, ah! we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna come up with more theories. I'm yeah. sure people are going to. I'm sure there's going to be some type of media interview where they say something. And, you know, I mean, we'll listen, we'll I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to call uh, Jono and I'm going to put him through the ringer. It's just that simple. I'm going to I'm going to squeeze yep. blood out of him until i get all actually of the juice. jono's not your man i think he tweeted out who the community manager is no 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 he is form. he is for you oh he's for eu right for you yeah. and then there's the uh, the other dude that does the u.s hey thing. and yeah. you know who the community for japan is <laughs> <laughs> community manager position doesn't exist in japan are you crazy I thought you were gonna say it's that. Uh, that we got the we got the legal department that likes to take down videos, but like no, that that whole concept is still lost in this country, unfortunately. But oh, the 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 video takedowns. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it, but I figure may as well. Yeah, briefly, yeah, def definitely. Like I I talked about it a little bit yesterday. I because like the thing is when this happened, 
was the day where I was like hit with the sickness the most. So I was pretty much yeah. offline. Like I was like, bro, I can't, I can't deal with anything. I'm dying inside. Stop. I don't care. But you yeah. know, yesterday people brought it to my attention. I saw some of the super rats tweets and whatnot. And there's apparently been 10 content creators that have been affected by that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, for the, the, the skinny, I guess, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that someone in you know, Capcom legals departments having fun or some company they hired is having fun. Oh yeah, fun wait, and, wait, sorry. And I, I need, striking videos. I, I need to set this up for people that don't know what the, the thing is. Yes, you do it. You yeah, do it. So yeah. the the context is, um, you guys yep. know how people do mods in Monster Hunter. And, you know, Capcom's always been a little bit like, yeah, we don't really, eh, mods and stuff. You know, they, they don't really engage too much when it comes to mods and emulation or any of that stuff. And uh, it is like, I think it's written in the official website that they consider it cheating. Anything that is not an Oh, the, mod the, the worst possible translation, cheating. most awkward yeah. Japanese ever at their GDC or whatever, say like, yeah. it violates public morale. Yeah. It's so, horrible. Something cheating, like that. Yes. So uh, basically what happened was uh, a, couple, a couple of days ago, I guess, a bunch of creators that do mod stuff in Monster Hunter were receiving actual copyright strikes, not copyright claims, Copyright claims, you get those a dime a dozen. It's not usually a big deal and you handle those. Copyright strikes is the type of shit that will delete your that's, channel. That is that, like that's, that's the nuclear that. option right there. The copyright strikes are very serious business when it comes to YouTube. And so when I first heard about this, I was like, okay, so this has to be the Japan branch. I don't see in any <laughs> way like the U.S. branch or the European branch being like, oh, yeah, let's, let's copyright attack our strike. community. Let, let's attack this community that we've worked so hard to build and, to, you know, try to form some type of relationship with. Let's just go ahead and strike their videos. This seems like a good idea. And as a matter of fact, people were saying that, like, most people were able to get the, the strikes sorted out, but I think they had to delete the videos. But through community managers or whatever, apparently they were able to like sort everything out and not keep the strikes on the channel. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's a rough situation. But keep going. You were gonna say. Yeah, and you know my my views on this have actually changed quite a bit. Believe okay. it. Okay. And I, it's because of Final Fantasy fourteen. I've never been exposed to a modding community or just the concept of modding, right? Okay. Like, it's never... Like, I always thought that most of the mods were, you know, invasive uh, effects of the people's gameplay has no has no place whatsoever in an online game. Oh, that was and your that view, be, like, in the past? Yeah, because that's what we had happen in Monster Hunter in the past. Like, we had guild quests that would break people's save data and just horrible stuff going on. Okay, you guys. So, like, my view, what my view was not was not really modding. It was thinking, if it's a single player game, do whatever the hell you want. I really don't. I think it's fine. Whatever, unless you're doing something illegal, like unlocking DLC that technically should be paid for, or you're doing something that affects someone's online experience. Whether it's yeah. running a nude mod or running a cheat that allows you to react faster, anything that infringes See, on that is wrong. There's also a theory that you hear about what happened in that Street Fighter tournament where one of the organizers apparently had a mod where Chun-Li was naked. And so this is like an official tournament and then suddenly the, the oh, fighters Jesus. start fighting and there's a naked Chun-Li on screen and people are going like, whoa. 
Whoa. <laughs> like, people are speculating that potentially that is one of the reasons why Capcom's like, hey, what the fuck are you guys? Stop. Okay, stop. Just don't yeah. do this. It's it's almost like the, there was also a time where people would have nude mods in 14, and Yoshi P came out, and he had to say, look, guys, you do whatever you want, but please, don't make nude Lalafels. That's fucked up. Yeah. So, like, I mean, that was my view, right? So, like, and there's never been really good any, like, data mining or screwing with data has always been bad in Monster Hunter, and it's an yeah. online game. Um, That being said, so, like, it's it's weird. You say, like, you know, but there are people who enjoy it for visual reasons, right? Which is a crowd that I never understood because I was never part of a game that did that. But, like, being able to enjoy different skins for your weapons or your characters and taking screenshots and just G-posing all day and stuff like that. Like, I get that, you know? And that's an innocent... If anything, that's a more engaging way that players keep themselves playing your game. How... I mean... So I understand, like... I still think it's a tough subject, right? With a game that's multiplayer. So, it, like, it I is, think it is Square Enix has subject, a pretty good yeah. stance where it's like, look, a lot of this stuff is innocent and and fine. Some of it is not, though, and we can't distinguish yeah. between them, so we have to do a broad stroke. I think going after channels and striking is the wrong way to yeah, do it. Yeah, I, I don't like, think that's I don't like, think that's the right way to do it. I think... I don't understand why in 2024 you can't have a program that does data validation like hey did you alter any of the textures did you do that did you do that or is this different and then they just issue warnings like if you go online with that stuff or they they can ban you or something right like as long as you're not online and you're not sharing it publicly it shouldn't matter but the, the thing is if you modify your textures that's your client when you go to somebody else's game it doesn't show yeah, they wouldn't see so it. Like yeah, if you have if you have a naked hunter and you go to somebody's game, they're not going to see it. Yeah, they'll just see like, the unless they have the texture. same mod installed. At which point, that's on them. So yeah, the, the, I just want to point out one quick thing. I remember when I first told you about Jeepos, and you're like, "No, nah, this is too complicated for me. I just want to hit the screenshot button." And now you're you're out here talking about, "Oh yeah, Jeeposing with different weapon skins and doing." It's like, bro, you know more about Jeepos at this. You know more about Jeepos at this point than me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh. the my my view. But on there it, is one thing I was not. I, I'm sorry. I, before go, go I ahead. forget, like, there's one point of modding that I, I I'm so stupid and summer child naive. I did not realize it existed that I was exposed to this time, which was I didn't realize that some speed runs and videos like determining spawn position and stuff like that. I thought it was really just like you know I've been watching summoning salt for years. I I think okay. People just keep redoing their runs until they get the setup, you know, like that's the RNG. But like hearing about mods for spawn locations and stuff like that, I'm like, yeah. Oh, is that what the speedrun community does? Oh, yeah. Of course. Ugh. They, they want to they remove the, as a matter of I fact. I mean, I'm not judging, not I my think, cup of no. tea, but like I did not know that. And then Chris brought up a good point, right? He's like, look, we've disclosed in our descriptions that we use something for a video and that's called being you know, clean and honest about something. Yeah. But now they got a video struck or something because they had it in the description, or at least that's the theory. So it's like, what do we, are we no longer able to disclose it? Cause it puts us at danger. See, that's the, that's the, that's another it's, thing it's... that I was thinking. Cause I've been thinking about a lot about features that I would want for the next monster hunter and not just features that I would want, but features that'd be cool to have. And one of those New features, 
No. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> that was one of those features that I was thinking about, which is like a speed run mode, wherein you don't get materials yeah. from the monster. You might, maybe you get like, uh, I don't know, maybe you get like Zenny or something. I don't know. But you can set the parameters yourself where you can be like, I okay, I want smart. the monster to spawn here. I want it to, you know, have modified Largest the size possible, yeah. L not largest size or smallest size because usually they, yeah, like, yeah. they like getting or the whatever. less HP to do it faster and whatnot. And, you know, no randomness on food buffs, none of this stuff. And you can just have a mode like that. And that way people That'd don't even cool. need to mod it. They don't have to worry about it. Man, done. you could have a whole community. And then you... Yeah, and you can even have like a frame counter, like where it tells you how many frames it took to do it or whatever, like seconds Jesus. or whatever. Like, you could have a really good community tool there. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah. yeah. You but, should uh... come. Are you listening? This is a good <laughs> idea. And then you can have like, you know, like the Halo 3 Forge mode where you can like go in and do a replay and see it at different angles and stuff. Like, you imagine the amount of content they can get out of that? The, re the, oh. the, the replay of a hunt that would be amazing but i think that's going to be rough, yeah. especially on an open world game that'll be rough but i um, know halo 3 did it yeah but halo it was awesome yeah it's it's halo different three game. on xbox 360 full but free I, camera as i was okay. saying my my thought on the whole modding situation as always is like look whatever you do in your single player game i don't care you bought it you cheat yeah. on it you you install 50 different mods. I don't think that's a problem. If you want to record it, I don't think that's a problem either. Put it on YouTube. Don't care. Teach people how to do it. Don't care. It doesn't matter. To me, the problem is always when you cross it into the multiplayer modes. That mm. I don't like. Like if, even, yeah. even if it's just like say, oh, I, I cheated in uh consumables or something like that. I was like, no, nah, I, don't, I, don't I don't like it. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. So yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan when you bring that type of stuff into the multiplayer scene but you know it's each player their own whatever it's just usually i would avoid playing with people that do that type of stuff is what i'm saying yeah but i don't know capcom's got to figure it out because for a company that's yeah. embracing pc as their main platform like Ooh, yeah, you, you know, know doing doing ban hammers on your overseas uh audience where honestly the amount of brand damage or whatever is so minuscule is um, there even brain like, damage in Monster Hunter if somebody decides to upload a video with a naked no, I think hunter it's or something like, like that? No, it's I think it's, it's the things like you're saying, like the sanctioned event and naked chun Lee's, like that's yeah, a really that's, bad look. That's the problem. That I agree. But, like that But you don't go around issue. stomping everybody to death just in yeah, case that, that happens. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, ah, uh, it's it's a weird it situation. Kinda, yeah. kinda but sucks, I feel bad but... for anybody affected, so and I hope yeah. whatever it is, they get it sorted. Yeah, reach out, reach out to the community managers. Apparently, they're figuring it out. You got Jono in EU, and I forget uh, the name of the the dude that's in the US. But yeah. uh, I think the communities Jono, are Jono in most a, games a are really good as long as there's yeah. clear guidelines. You know, Jono did a post uh, on Twitter where he talks about the two people that are handling Monster. So, like, if you've been affected by these copyright strikes, talk to them. They can probably help you figure that stuff out. They've always been very forthcoming with the community. They've never, I've never really seen something that I was like, oh, this was really bad. Like, they've always been super chill. So I'm pretty sure you can sort that out, hopefully. But yep. Capcom Fingers Japan, crossed. Capcom Japan really needs to figure out, like, hey, maybe let's not just throw out content strikes out of nowhere. Maybe we start with a warning or a copyright claim or something, and then we figure it out from there. Copyright strikes aren't a joke and they can end somebody's livelihood it's it's something yeah. that you got to keep in mind 
And, you know, for me, it doesn't affect me because I usually don't do mods, but I'm also not against mods for people that want to do something different. Like, I know, for instance, that Rage Gaming did a bunch of, like, modded monsters in in, in uh, World and Iceborne because, like, they had, like, a White Fatalis and all of these different things. So there's tons of, of modded monsters that I remember seeing them cover. I hope they didn't get affected by that, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah, unfortunate situation. So, fingers crossed they get it resolved. Anyway, uh, let's do a, a yeah. real quick uh, really update quick, on the... Yeah, because it's late. Yeah, it's it's late. Gadget needs to go sleep, and I'm still feeling sick. So, But um, <laughs> the Game Awards, what'd you think about it? That was great. I mean, overall, I, I agree with everyone's sentiment your, that there should be more your time. Lover, your lover won no. the best... Uh... I know. <laughs> And he and he had one of the. It's so rude that they 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 usher everybody off the stage now. Like he had a really good speech, like a really good one. Yeah, um, it, it it it. I thought I thought it was awkward the way that like I was even telling people like, look, right now Jeff Keeley's in backstage. He's got a big red button that just says "wrap it up" and that just cues the music and says "get the fuck off my stage." Like after well, it's what like, Christopher it's just Judge so funny because like. Yeah, because he's like, he jokes about, hey, I went seven minutes, har, har, har. It's like, okay, you just destroyed the format for everybody. Yeah. And now they're just rushing <laughs> nice people joke. off before they can say anything. It's just like, really? Like, like you're spending all this time for Samsung ads, but you can't have someone give a 20-second speech on winning the award of a lifetime? Like, come on now. Like, Dude, I agree with that, that sentiment, but I still like the show. Um, Even with all of its dumb quirks, I'm happy there was no security issues this time um the games shown had a great variety i thought um the games that were announced obviously it's gonna be hit or miss depending on what you like but for me um the sleeper one was the new game that's being made by the devs of dead cells that looked fun uh, uh oh yeah i i remember i remember the the name of that i think it's is it no no rest for the wicked no it's no, no, um no. Wind, wind bound, winds bound. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, that that one. Looked that that cool, looked yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, FF16 I, li I like the DLC. Already finished the first DLC that just came out today. It was. I it haven't was even had a chance to play it, dude. I need I need to play that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm not talking about it. But my advice to anybody here who has FF16, you know the name of the DLC probably, or you'll see it. Don't read anything about it in the shop. Don't look at it, any of the images. I bought it without even knowing what the theme was. I didn't even, like, I had no idea. I just like, oh, yeah, DLC, yeah, I'm on it. And I played it, and going in blind was so great. So, like, I highly recommend that you try to do that. Um, that was fun. And it seems like the really big DLC is going to be next year. Um, With some story stuff and whatnot. Did you... You know, new new mana game was unexpected. I'm, 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 I mean, that's something I liked when I was younger. I don't play it anymore, but... Hellblade 2, man. You know I've been looking forward to that like crazy. Hellblade you know, 2 looking awesome. Yuna, my daughter, finally played through Hellblade. She said, I want to play that oh. game. She really liked, She was really getting At into Norse. 12. Mytho she's 14, Thir dude. Oh, she's 14 now. Yeah, right. Yeah, I keep forgetting that adult. time passes. Yep. <laughs> time actually so, passes. I mean, she's going to be playing Baldur's Gate 3 later this month. You want to talk about mature oh, yeah. stuff? She's going to be having um, sex so, with Asterion. Yes, but like Hellblade Two, she played the game and she loves it. It was really good. Like the the puzzles are great, the the theme, the music, everything. They had like a really, 
I really like the theme song. They did a stage performance of it, which probably made everybody like go like, "What the hell's going on here?" Because it Dude, was such. They they're they so messed, geeks about it. I love it. No, but they messed it up. They messed up the audio mixing. I don't know if you're paying attention, but the audio mixing in the show was terrible. Like all of the all of the music performances were super flat because they didn't do proper audio mixing. I, I I instantly noticed it in that presentation because when you have a band like that that does those types of that type of music, you always want to have really heavy drums. So they bang on them, so, and there was nothing. It was super flat. I was like, "Wow, you guys really uh, messed up the mixing on this." And then it just kept going, like all of the other musical presentations. Like the music was good, but it was flat. There was no proper mixing. It was really weird for me. But did you did you yeah, s- then, did you hear the joke that Christopher Judge made about Call of Duty? No, what did he say? Jesus, I, said- I I I have to say that I never got to watch the full game show. Like I, yeah. I had work. It was in the it was in the morning on a weekday, so I'm working and I'm side eyeballing the show. Yeah. So I didn't get to so see all of it. At, but at the at the start of it, it's like ah, you got he said something about his speech last year, and it was like, hey, my speech last year was longer than this year's Call of Duty campaign. <laughs> And he goes like, well, that's another company I'm never working for again. <laughs> Bro, when he says that, I was like, oh my God, the sick fucking burns on this man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, that was good. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. No, but I, I was, yeah, but I, I wanted Ben Starr to win though. I wanted Ben Yeah, Star I wanted him to win, win but. He's such an amazing They're both, dude. they both should they, have won. They were both won. very they, they're good. They're both great. Yeah. yeah. Neil, Neil knew. Any one of them could have won and I would not have been like, oh my God, it was robbed. Oh like, yeah. A hundred percent. A Like Newborn was like my second choice because here's the thing about Asterion is like the fact that he was able to make me hate Asterion with as much passion I as I did. is such, so much. It's such a good, it's a good performance. If he makes me hate him I would as die much for as him. I did, it was amazing. I'd die for him. <laughs> okay we're, t- we're totally opposite ends of the pool on this the- character but he's he also did a lot of voice direction for the game as well i don't know if you knew that oh no i wasn't aware yeah he, he did voice direction he was really involved was the the um the lady that was sitting next to him that looked like Shadowheart? was she the Shadowheart voice actress i, I hope it was no 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 it wasn't no no she looked not, just no. like Shadowheart. no <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I don't know who they were with, but I, I have a feeling that it was, they mentioned uh, for the game of the year in the speech that they they lost, you know, members of their yeah. team, especially like a really, you know, prominent member. Um, and it doesn't sound like they lost him to old age or anything. So yeah, that um, Neil looked like he was like crying during it because like it's just painful, but also proud for them because it speaks to the accomplishments they did. So I I have a feeling that the he was there supporting i think it may have been his wife or friend or brother i have no idea but the, you know they all seem really close so sven also took out his armor which is cool sven just shows I up know. in the armor what what do you, what's the backstory behind that do you know it i don't i mean at at one point, i'm one of the new mainstream the, people i don't during my the first larian game my first trpg yeah. during the development of baldur's gate 3 he would often, you know, just they would do these developer diaries because that game was in uh, it was in early access for like three years or something three like years, that. Years, yeah. And so they would be doing these updates, and Sven would just show up in full plate armor, like that's it. He was just like, "Yep, let's let's do an update," and you know, it is what it is. He also had like a, a health potion and whatnot. Like he had all of these crazy things. Would just show up like that. And to Man, me, I love. Do- I'm just great. I'm just super happy that that game won 
because it's one of those things where you have so many people in the industry now pushing the narrative as like, well, in order for the game to make money, we need to do microtransactions. Hey, here. We need, we need to, you know, gotta gotta have a zillion microtransactions. And he's like, no, no, we don't do that. No, it's it's all good. You, you buy the game, you get the game. It is what it is. I bought the just to support them more than anything. I bought the the PlayStation Physical? Collector's Edition, whatever. It's a hundred euro yeah. or whatever the fuck. I was like, yep, sure, I'll buy that. Fine. I want a physical version of it anyway. So yeah. Did you did you try the new patch? Like I won't. No, no, no. I have. I, they I, added in. They've been. At, they've been improving the game a lot. But they added in a yeah. patch that was like three thousand lines of dialogue. It's a whole ending, an epilogue that they added, and it's like huge. Yeah. And it's amazing. I'm just it's like, like I've. Been, I've been. I've been waiting. I'm like, I, okay. I played the game once. I had a couple of disappointments in some aspects of the game. I still mostly love the game. I think the game is really good. I know that I have a clickbaity title in my channel. That's clickbait because it's YouTube, and I'm sorry, but. <laughs> Uh, it's like, I still love the game. I still think the game is awesome. And it's like, I want to go back to it and I want to do the Dark Urge playthrough thing. It's just, I'm letting them cook. I'm like, let them cook. Let them, let them really flesh everything out. And when I feel like there's way more stuff, then I'm going to go back in, play it again. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, the I'm, way that I'm I want to do two, it. In two more weeks or so, when it comes out in Japan, I mean, we're going to co-op it. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. That's gonna be freaking sweet, dude. So, um, real quick, there was so yeah. Uh, for me, it was it was cool. There's a bunch of other stuff. What are what yeah. games caught your eye? So, there's a game called Exodus, which gave me some serious Mass Effect vibes. And I know you you're in the Mass Effect, right? If I remember correctly, I liked Mass Effect One, and I adored Mass Effect Two, and I hated the franchise afterwards. So okay, <laughs> but it's like yeah. if they captured that vibe, I was like, bro. It's a game called Exodus, so I'm curious about Exodus, that. Exodus, okay. They they're putting Check out some God of War DLC as well, which is going to be yeah. Free. What was up with that? It was a it's a free update. It's a free roguelike mode or something that you. Oh, get it's to a play. mode. It's not like a DLC thing. It is a DLC. It's a, it's a free DLC, but it it plays in like a roguelike fashion. I think there's something along those lines. Again, I just okay. I mean, it's I was free, watching this it. at like three in the morning, so I might be missing something. But I think it's kind of like roguelike. Like death is an actual part of the mechanics of the game because he dies, and uh, dude that's smelling his uh, his ass, Mimir, yeah, goes like, ah, it's a part of the process. <laughs> but yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, there was this uh, this game called No Rest for the Wicked that was also pretty cool. Although I'm, I'm be real, I kind of. Ah, uh, no, I know which one it is. Yeah, no rest for the wicked is one that's like, uh, an RPG, really super stylized action RPG. Looked very interesting. Yeah. Sega. Sega straight up announced, uh, a new Jet Set Radio like game, a new Golden Axe, a new Streets of Rage, oh. and uh, a new Crazy Taxi. Wow. Yeah, they just did okay. like four or five announcements. I, I don't even remember all of them. I just pointed down Sega stuff because I plan on doing like oh. a summary of the Game Awards later or whatnot. Uh, there was the Visions of Mana game, like you said, Rise of Ronin, Rest in Peace because it releases on the same day as Dragon's Dog. <laughs> that is a terrible, Rip. that is a terrible decision, dude. God damn. But uh, yeah, there was another one called First Berserker Kazan, looked interesting, Last Sentinel, Mecha Break, apparently, you know, Armored Core 6 did great, so now there's another, no, they, they probably were developing this before. It's going to be co-op, yeah. though, so it'll be interesting. And then, I think one of, the, one of the ones that caught my eye the most was Light No Fire. 
You know what that is? Yes, it's the one that I th I could have swore it was going to be the Dauntless logo at the end. It looked like it was the Dauntless logo. And when it was coming out, I'm like, no. But it, it's not. It's a completely different studio. No, it's uh, from Hello Games. It's from the guys who made No Man's Sky. You ever played No Man's Sky? No, but I've, I've read and heard much, much about it. But so I've heard this, the game is baller now, so... Yeah, it's it's uh, the, the game's actually fantastic now. But, like, No Man's Sky did a universe, right? Light No Fire, they're doing one planet. Oh, nice. So they're just focusing it. Yeah, they're just focusing on one planet. Looks like it's got some fantasy elements to it. It's got some sci-fi elements to it. It's It, it looks insane. Like, I'm totally here good. for it. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's the Game Awards. That's Monster Hunter Wild. Mm. Gaijin's looking to go get some sleep. I'm looking to go puke or something because I feel sick as hell. <laughs> yeah, Thank tomorrow, you tomorrow we're doing more raids. So, Yep. More, have, more FF. Have fun with that. But uh, thank you all very but now much. You, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's the lag on Discord's horrible. Yeah, I'm getting lag like on a, Discord's terrible. It's like the ping is worse than like my ping to the European servers of FF. It's like really bad. So yeah. sorry. No, I was just going to say now you, you will never unsee Eureka the next time you look at my center <laughs> wilds. Probably if anybody's playing 14 and Monster, they'll be like, oh my God. What would you do like if they announce, like, you know, they always have like Hyper or, or Tempered or whatever, and they call it Notorious? Wouldn't that be hilarious? That would be funny. Notorious <laughs> is the name of the, the monsters that you summon in Eureka for people that don't know. Yeah, that, that'd be pretty fun. Notorious Monster. <laughs> you've, notorious killed, Rathalos. you've killed this amount of monsters. Now Notorious Rathalos has spawned. Shows go up. He's going to. And you have, you like, have like a one-on-one. -on -one yeah. With like Baja. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an, an extreme version. Yeah. But anyways, team, okay. that is Good going to be you, it. Man. It's always amazing chatting with you, Gaijin. That's going to be it for today's Third Fleet Podcast. We'll see you guys in the next one. Stay strong. Stay safe. And apple wild hunting. Apple wild hunting? <laughs> I, 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 I meant to say happy wild hunting. That came out weird. <laughs>